Hello again, I'm Trip Rogers, and this is Trip's Take. Got a couple of passings to talk about on this edition of Trip's Take. Well, first off, Olivia Newton-John. Now, I defy you, as my buddy said on Facebook, to find any American teenage male who did not fall in love with Olivia Newton-John in the 70s and 80s. I mean, she was just, she had such a great image, and she was so photogenic. Just, I mean, she was. And her music attracted me. I, I loved her from the first hits, but you'll remember her first hits were recorded in Nashville, had a country flair to them. They were played on country music stations, and she ended up winning Country Music Association Artist of the Year Award, and it just infuriated the traditional country artists of the 1970s. But you'll recall country music kind of underwent a change in the 70s when you started to have bands like the Eagles and John Denver and Olivia Newton-John achieve success. Uh, Kenny Rogers, too, achieve success over on the top 40 side of things. And it kind of invaded into country music. So I mentioned that, but Olivia Newton-John, the second issue she had was she she hit a kind of a, a career plateau in the mid-70s. So she decided to do the movie, and, and they wanted her to do the movie Grease. Now, the irony about the movie Grease is they were all high school students, right? Living and John was in her late 20s at that point. <laughs> you know, and I think, but she wasn't the oldest cast member of Grease. I think Skacker Channing was. And it just, but it's, a, the thing about that movie is she undergoes this transformation at the end. Character Sandy goes from being the goody two-shoes to the, glammed up leather wearing, uh, you know, um, pink lady esque person. And, 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 and I remember seeing the movie and going, Oh no, no, not Olivia. No. Well, then you follow that up. Her next album called totally hot featured her on the cover again, same way. She was all dolled up in the leather and the whole nine yards. And, and that kind of changed the direction of her career. And of course with physical, I mean, let's face it, that was a hit that people will remember, her biggest hit. And I remember the follow-up single was Make a Move on Me, and it was a picture of her on a jetty, um, obviously wet in certain parts, and uh, she was wearing something that didn't leave a lot to the imagination. So Olivia was trying to do this. But also, it was at that time that Olivia met and married her first husband, and she had her daughter, who, of course, meant the world to her. And she kind of got away from the music business and got away from the movie business. Of course, the other part of the problem with the movies is she did Xanadu in 1980. Music was great. Movie itself was terrible. And then she did Twist of Faith with John Travolta in 83. And that movie bombed miserably. So Olivia kind of went away and, and raised her daughter. And then in the early 90s, she had come back. MCA released a greatest hits package called Back to Basics, by the way. Had some new songs on it, and she was going to do a big greatest hits tour and do a tour of America. And then she got breast cancer. The funny part of it is, is that Olivia really fought the disease and, and, and did a lot for breast cancer research. And she fought it for 30 years. Of course, when she had a recurrence, in 2013, she didn't say anything publicly until 2017 with it metastasized and Olivia let the world know. And the other part of Olivia Newton, John is she was a very private person 
and you didn't hear a lot about Olivia doing stuff. I think the shock over her on and off boyfriend disappearing in the mid two thousands, kind of, you know, shocked everybody. And again, this image of Olivia Newton, John was kind of shaken by this, but she remarried her second husband. John, uh, was a believer in holistic methods. Uh, she used medical marijuana for pain relief, but as stories have come out this week, DD Khan, uh, good morning. America said that Olivia basically was, uh, could not walk in the latter part, latter part of her life last days. And, uh, the medical marijuana, her niece said just did not work for her. And it's sad to say that she is gone. But then again, the other part of it is, is that she's no longer suffering. She left us a legacy of some great music, which we feature on WTRSradio.com. The other passing this week I want to talk about, Lamont Dozier. Now, in the 60s, Motown Records was defined by Holland Dozier Holland. Those were the three people who wrote and produced a majority of the hits for the Supremes, but they were Motown staff writers and had hits for other people. And you'll recall when Holland Dozier Holland left in 1968, they had a huge squabble with Barry Gordy over a new contract. They left, they started their own recording label. They were barred from writing or getting writing credits on songs for a couple of years. So they still wrote stuff and they still produced it. They just used the pseudonym. And one of the songs they wrote, Band of Gold for Free to Pain. Well, after they got tired of running their own record label, Lamont Dozier tried a solo career, had a couple of hits. But Lamont finally left the country, went over to England. And in 1985, he was backstage at a Phil Collins concert in England. And, of course, Phil Collins' first hit was You Can't Hurry Love, a song that HDH had written for the Supremes. Well, they struck up a friendship, and lo and behold, a couple of years later, Lamont Dozier teamed up with Phil Collins to write the song Two Hearts which ended up winning a Golden Globe and a Grammy Award. It was included in the soundtrack to the movie Buster. So for those who say Lamont Dozier didn't do much after Motown, we're wrong. He also wrote and produced the song Invisible by Alison Moyet. Uh, That was a minor hit in 1985. And I remembered it when when I read about it because I said, oh, yeah, I remember this song. And it was, you know, typical... Uh, of of the of the eighties in England, you know, in terms of production values and stuff like that, Lamont Dozier, Dozier passed away at the age of eighty when he is the first of Holland Dozier Holland to pass away, and it's just a sad passing because, listen, to list the number of Motown songs he was involved in would take far too much time. I mean, every time you turn around, Lamont Dozier, uh, he, he and he and uh, the Holland brothers certainly made the most out of their time with Motown and they will be missed. Of course, again, it's a great loss for the music world, but they left us so many great songs. Last but not least, I want to just touch really quick on the NFL. Roger Goodell said this week, they're going for a year suspension for Deshaun Watson. Well, we all know where this is going to end up. They're going to go to court to try and get a TRO, a temporary restraining order against the league enforcing that the league has pushed for at least a year. And Roger Gelf came out and said, this is not one or two incidents. This is a repeated serial offense. And he has done this many times and we cannot condone it. And he's right. 
The other part of the problem is the NFL owners are ticked at the Cleveland Browns for giving him such a contract when he really, I mean, his playing ability, yes, he's that good, but did he deserve it at the time he got it because of all the lawsuits? I think it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. And again, if you're a fantasy football fan, you'll want to tune in to the Fantasy Sultans podcast, yours truly and Mike Sheck, and we'll keep you up to date. I mean, this is going to be one of the big questions as we head down to the start of the season. Will Deshaun play? And if he does play, where do you draft him in fantasy football? And that's going to wrap up Trip's Take for Thursday, August the 11th, 2022. I'd love to hear your comments and questions about my podcast. Just email tripstake at gmail.com. I mentioned the Fantasy Sultans podcast. Mike and I will be kicking things off. You'll find them in the same spots you find Trips Take, Anchor, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, other podcast sources. If you like the music of the 60s, 70s, and 80s, we do play Olivia Newton-John. We also play Lamont Dozier and Holland Dozier Holland Records. Uh, listen to WTRS Radio, powered by Live, 365.com. Join me again next week. For now, Trip Rogers. Thanks for listening. Make it a great.